Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-aged child. I am your host, Christina Campos. Welcome, Impactful Parents. Today, we're going to talk about how to plan for the future when you have a special needs child. Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent, and I help parents of school-aged children turn their chaos into connection with their adolescent. I offer parent education videos every week, online courses, and coaching. And if that wasn't enough, I bring experts in on other fields onto The Impactful Parent stage to teach you even more. And today, I have a returning special guest. His name is Jorge Loyo. And Jorge is a financial planner who helps families prepare for their future, whether they have special needs child or not. He is an amazing resource for your family so that you could just be ready for your future no matter what happens. And Jorge has a special program that he loves to promote. It's his MAP. It's a money action plan. And today we get to learn about his MAP for special needs parents and how we can prepare for that future. Thank you for being here, Jorge. Thank you, Christina. Happy to be back. This is a very tough subject, and I know it's very niche. Not everybody has a special needs child, but I want to start with special needs child. What kind of child are you talking about? Any any child that has uh, that is neurodiverse, that has any uh, special needs, whether they're in the spectrum, uh, any any kid that uh, might need assistance uh, in that in the future potentially might not be entirely. Uh, capable of taking care of themselves. More important than ever before that if you have somebody that's so dependent upon you, what will they do when you're gone or what will they do if you mm-hmm. can't take care of them? So this is such an important video for the audience today. I can't wait to get started. Uh, you have a free PDF that you're going to be giving the impactful parent audience. First of all, thank you so much for that. That's going just to highlight some of the main points that we'll be talking about in today's episode. And that free PDF will be put inside the impactful parent app right next to this episode. So go and check that out. Parents, uh, you can get to the free app by just going to your app store and downloading it. It's a free app. So go ahead and download it. And then you can get this free PDF from Jorge, or you can go to theimpactfulparent.com and also download the app from there. But let's get started with what are some of the things that parents just need to look out for? Well, I think that number one, in they should be looking into having maybe a special needs trust. Uh, a trust, a lot of people associate having a trust with I have a lot of assets and I need to you know, pass them on to the next generation. Uh, but that's not always uh, the, the case. A special needs trust uh, can be a very valuable tool uh, when you have a child with uh, special needs. Uh, because if, say, for example, you have a lot of assets and you have your child as the direct beneficiary of these assets, sometimes what can happen is that that can lead if the child has a lot of assets to their name that can potentially disqualify them from getting some uh, resources and benefits from the uh, from government plans so a special needs uh, trust can be a a great tool in planning uh, for for these type of situations that's one of the things that i would begin with researching 
Oh my goodness. Didn't even think of that. This is why I'm so glad that you're here today because yeah, what if I have more assets and then they get passed down and they can't get help? Oh my goodness. So I'm glad that you're here. If we want to look into a trust, we would go to a financial advisor such as yourself, correct? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. And they, this is, especially stress, definitely it's a, 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 an attorney might be better suited. Estate planning attorney is definitely a good resource for you to seek out help for. But this is one of the items that, especially if you have in this, if you're in this situation, you should definitely consider. All right. And what's something else that we need to keep our eye out for? Uh, Will. A lot of adults, whether your child has special needs or not, uh, we need to have a will. And the reason why is these are instructions. If you don't have instru instructions in writing, God forbid something happens to us as parents, then what happens? Who makes the decisions? That could potentially lead to conflict uh, with the family. Uh, we need to identify who's going to take care of my kid? Who's going to take care of the money? In our families, we normally have somebody who's really great with money somebody who's really great and would be amazing at raising our kids, uh, they tend not to be the same individual. So having a will, it's a very, very important tool, especially when, when we have uh, a special needs type of planning. And with a will, I know a lot of people are just so, I don't know, it's not, I don't say scared, that might not be the right word, but just reluctant to make a will. <laughs> I don't know if that's because it just seems so morbid or they're just think it's so expensive that it's that it's out of their budget, but is it really expensive? It, no, it doesn't have to be the, you know, uh, and I do get it time uh, every now and then I do get parents. Oh, that's like calling death. No, it's not. Uh, it, it's, it's an essential tool for financial planning. Uh, and, and the thing is that if you don't leave, those things in writing, then a judge might decide might decide what happens. Uh, so either you decide or somebody else decides. So morbid or not, what do you want the, the, the decision to be? Do you want to have the choice? Or do you want to hand it off to who knows uh, who? Uh, so does it have to be expensive? No. There are plans, obviously, seek out legal advice, but there are some programs locally uh, some law firms can provide that. There's some uh, city and uh, state uh, resources that can provide that resource. You can definitely walk into an attorney. There are prepaid legal plans that uh, allow you at a fraction of a cost to also get access to get uh, your will done. So no, short answer, it doesn't have to be expensive, but it's definitely one of those very important uh, uh, planning tools that is sometimes overlooked. And what else do you have on this list? Guardianship. I, I said it just a second ago. It, so who, who, who's going to take care of my, of my child? If I'm not here, one thing is who can take care of my money? Another thing is if I'm not here to take care of my special needs uh, child, then who's going who's gonna to care for them all the way up to adulthood? Uh, in 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 choosing guardianship is one of those very difficult, sometimes very difficult decisions because you need to analyze uh, who that person will be, uh, who can handle that type of commitment, uh, who who has a bond with your children. Because it doesn't matter if you think somebody would be great. If there's not, not a, a pre-established bond with your child, it may not be a good fit uh, or they may not be ready to, to commit to, to having that responsibility. Uh, so who do you know that has the patience? 
every child is different, every situation is different, but guardianship is one of those uh, areas where it should be considered in these situations and, and not just a name because, oh, this person is super nice and they love him. Well, that's not enough. Sometimes love is not enough. They need to be, uh, you need to have that conversation with them, have them be ready to commit, have the patience and have a bond with, uh, with the child. So guardianship is definitely one of those tools that, that uh, one of those items that should definitely be looked into. Do you know where, if we have questions about who the parameters or who should be a guardian, like for example, maybe they have a younger sibling that you consider very responsible, but you know, they're under the age of 18, you know, could you, those kinds of things, like, can I still put that younger sibling as the guardian? Where can we find out the rules and parameters to so, this kind of big decision? Great, great question. And again, this on the legal matter, this is more of a uh, question to an attorney. Uh, but what I would recommend is if somebody's going to have access to care for, for, for a minor, it should not be a minor. Regardless of how responsible they, they, they are, we perceive them to be, if they're also a minor, it's a lot of responsibility to, to put on somebody at that early stage of their life. Uh, so it, I, I would, when possible, uh, seek the help of an adult. And then if the, uh, uh, if the sibling, the younger sibling becomes an adult, and has that patience, obviously has that bond, uh, and, and is willing to take on that commitment and possibly sacrificing uh, a lot of the things that he or she wants to do in life, then that's a different topic. But that's also something that can be put in writing where? No will. Uh, so all these things kind of come together. Looked at each of these points by themselves, they may or may not make sense, but as a strategy put together, it, it's where the whole puzzle kind of comes together. And what's the next thing on that list for our strategy? So it's guardian, trustee, who's going to handle the money. And this is one of those things that uh, it needs to also be looked into. You know, who's the person who's going to be responsible for managing the, the special needs trust? Who's going to be, uh, if you're no longer here, who's going to be responsible, uh, including the money? Uh, it, will it be a family member? Uh, does it have, can it be a friend? Uh, does it have to be, or can it be an independent professional trustee, uh, a bank, a lawyer? These are questions that we got to ask ourselves because every family is different. But this, as we are uh, drafting and planning our strategy for the future in the event that we're not here, uh, when we talk to an attorney for these types of, uh, types of situations, we need to review who can be the right trustee. Sometimes he's not a family member. Sometimes it's better to have a third party professional trustee uh, handle uh, that situation of the strategy. It depends. Everybody's different, but naming a trustee is one of those items that it's important to look into. Already, this is so much to think about, but I'm sure we're not done. A uh, letter of intent. Now, what is a letter of intent? So th this is not so much a legal document, but it's more like a letter, uh, a routine. Some, uh, some children with uh, neurodiverse special needs, uh, they have everyday needs that should be met. And in some cases, we have to be very meticulous when it comes to how they get done, at what time they get done, in which way they get done, 
And if we don't wake up one day, then who's going to pick up on those responsibilities if you are the only one that knows exactly how it should be done uh, for, for things to run smoothly? So if the, if the miner's routine is important, we need to write it down. So what is the letter of intent? The letter, the letter of intent is basically your user's manual, uh, your daily, weekly, monthly schedules, you know, what, what things your, your child likes and dislikes uh, it, it, helpful resources, you know, if this happens, call this person. If that happens, call that person, call this doctor. Uh, the list of medicines, the doses, the schedules, and, and also important, name of the people that you don't want your child to be around or the activities that they should avoid. You should write that down as well. Uh, so the, the letter of intent is sometimes overlooked, but I think it's a very powerful tool especially if you're no longer here to be able to give somebody a head start on how to not break that schedule, that routine that can make life a little bit less comfortable for, for the minor. And once we write that letter, and I'm assuming we can just go onto a computer and write stuff down, where does it go from there? Is it just we tell somebody and it hides or do we have to throw that into the will also? So I, I highly recommend that all that lives together. Uh, you can draft that letter, sign it, uh, notarize it, uh, and then have it together with with your will. So it's you have the will with instructions, but this is just like the like I said, the user manual, uh, just a little extra instructions to be able to help uh, somebody. So important when we have children, whether they're minors or not, and we just if we're taking care of them and they are that dependent upon us, so mm -hmm. important to have. What else is on our list? Well, you know, what when they become adults? What if they can be independent? What if uh, uh, they? We need to start thinking about planning their independence. So when a minor gets to about the age of fourteen, parents should start considering and thinking about uh, where they're gonna go. Uh, are they gonna live by themselves? Can they live by themselves? Should they live in a group home? Uh, are they staying at home? Uh, these things are definitely uh, overlooked in, in a lot of the cases. And so planning for their independence, are they capable or not, and where they should be and shouldn't be, those are things that they should be uh, looking into for sure. It's so much. There's so much going on. I'm so glad you're here to break this down for us. And again, audience, all this will be in Jorge's free PDF so that we don't need to rush and write this down. We'll be able to print this out Um which I'm so grateful for. What else is on this list? <laughs> we got a plan for uh, for their employment, right? If they're able to work, we need to make sure that that, that we help them with that. But the, the next thing is maybe utilizing an ABLE account, A-B-L-E, ABLE and account. What's that? An ABLE, so an ABLE account is Achieving a Better Life Experience account. And the, these type of accounts are investment accounts, uh, they're savings account, but they, they for qualified individuals and what it what what it does, it has some tax advantages, uh, it, and it allows the money inside of these accounts to be used for things like uh, you know living expenses and health and well being and housing and so it's just a a type of account with tax advantages to be able to use the funds in there for things that can benefit the child. And where do we go to create that? 
So definitely you need to reach out to somebody like myself, an investment advisor. Uh, there's different broker dealers, different investment firms that can help you establish an ABLE account and give you more information on the benefits and how it's done. But yeah, basically through an investment advisor is that you can get uh, information on, about an ABLE account. Perfect. And what else might be on this list? Well, we'll come into the end of it, but we, we, we need to ask for help. We need to get help. And so where do we get help? And this is where it's mind boggling. There's a lot of resources, uh, but sometimes parents are, uh, are not presented with everything that's available. So Medicaid, America, Medicare have, have uh, certain resources available. The uh, Social Security Disability Benefits has some uh, uh, available. Uh, life insurance is an is a, uh, intricate part, also part of that strategy. Uh, you can reach out to your local special needs advocates. There are special uh, expert, there are experts and special needs in your area. You can just definitely do a quick a quick search of uh, special needs advocates. By your location, you should be able to be uh, uh, presented with resources and local uh, groups uh, that can help you. And in the getting help piece is also, you know, realizing that that you're not alone there are groups there are other parents that are in the same journey so it, you're not alone you There's need to reach out to other them. parents in the same journey absolutely absolutely so that's you need to ask for help and and look for the help because they're there i mean it's eye-opening to me i don't have a special needs child but everything that you mentioned i'm thinking I need that for my kid too. I mean, you, you really do. Yeah. Um, in case I, uh, God forbid, I were to get into a car accident or uh, just unable to take care of them. These are really, I mean, imperatives for special needs parents, but really important just for anybody. And for I anybody, think that's really great. And, yeah. and, and the, la the last, the last two things that I would say is uh, that are important is educating our family and hanging out with friends. Those two are important. Uh, educating family because you know they they may not be aware of everything that goes into uh, the experience of raising a, a neurodiverse child. So we need to educate them uh, and, and also hanging out with friends. Why why I added this in the list is because at the end of the day, we're parents with a tremendous responsibility, especially in these type of situations. But we're still humans. We still need that connection, and sometimes uh, parents that are experiencing that are going through this journey, everything is their their child, and nothing wrong with that. But they also need that human connection, uh, and so making sure that they schedule time with friends, making sure that they do schedule time for for connection, for movies, for friendship, uh, a time for themselves uh, where they don't just feel like the parent of. Uh, a special needs uh, child. I think it's also important. So educating family and and hanging with friends, it's got to be part of your strategy. That's basically it. No, it's such a comprehensive strategy. It's amazing. I'm so grateful to have you on today. And honestly, you can be a part of this plan. So parents are out there and they need to ask for questions or just help, you know, setting any of this up. How can they reach you? Uh, they can reach out to me uh, 
through my website, jorgeloyo.com, and the, right there, they can schedule a time. No strings attached. I just want to be uh, of value. If we're a good fit to work together, amazing. If I can point you in the right direction, fantastic. The idea is that we just provide more value, awareness, and education. And if a parent were to reach out to you, and this is like, it sounds like a discovery call, is there a fee to that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, because uh, we don't know if we're going to be able to work together anyway. So if I can just point them in the right direction, uh, bring awareness to some some things, if I'm a good fit, fantastic. If not, I just hope that I was able to provide some value. And who knows, maybe down the road, somebody might be a good fit, come my way, and that's it. That it, it, there's absolutely no cost for 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 a phone call. Parents, Jorge Loyo is an amazing resource for you for all of your financial needs. So go ahead and reach out to him if you have any questions at all. And thank you so much for being here today, Jorge. I hope today's episode brought value to you. And if you want to become a more impactful parent, download the Impactful Parent app. Inside the Impactful Parent app, you're going to find the freebies from Jorge's presentation today. So go and check it out. It's free and full of episodes just like this one. So carry help right in your pocket with tons of parenting resources. Plus, when you download the Impactful Parent app, you're also joining a community of like-minded parents that also want to be the best parent they can for their child. So download the app today, go to your app store and search engine Impactful Parent, and I should pop right on up. And if not, go to theimpactfulparent.com slash app, and you can download it there. You got nothing to lose. It's free. So learn how to step up your parenting game and become a more impactful parent. But until next time, you got this. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and see you next episode.